Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistle reading is from Philippians, the fourth chapter. I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus, amen. But my friends, I do not have to try and convince you that this life has its ups and downs, no doubt about it. There are times when things go extremely well, indeed, we enjoy those times, and then there are those other times where life just seems to go wrong, everything wrong. Now, even though I've only had the opportunity to know Myrtle for the past two and a half years, well, these two last half, two and a half years have seemed to include both ups and downs for Myrtle, good days and bad days. I've mentioned to Steve on two separate occasions that I started planning Myrtle's funeral and her sermon. Well, as we know, she bounced back from those difficult times. She seemed to be that Energizer bunny keeping going and going and going, just like those Energizer battery commercials on television many years ago, always going. And so it is not by coincidence that Myrtle's favorite verse in the Bible was from Philippians chapter 4. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, we must keep in mind that the Apostle Paul did not say these words to be arrogant or apathetic, as if he was somehow boasting, you know, I can do all things. No, the Apostle Paul did not say these words as if he were trying to boast or trying to claim to be some sort of super Christian. To say I can do all things is not a declaration of superiority or indestructibility, but instead the Apostle Paul said these words, originally some 2,000 years ago, he said these words because he had learned the secret of life when facing those ups and those downs. The secret of knowing how to endure not only the good times, but especially the bad. To say these words, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, is to say that one knows how to get through all that life throws at us, both the good and the bad. Now Myrtle, yes Myrtle, she understood this secret of life when facing the ups and downs, in other words, it was not uncommon for Myrtle to have a wonderful smile and hear the kind words, I love you, yes, I love you, while she was sitting upright with coffee and paper in hand. And it was not uncommon to have those very same words with that very same smile 
Those words, I love you, come forth from Myrtle when she was lying sick in bed. You see, the secret to say I can do all things through him who strengthens me is that this is not a statement of self-sufficiency. No way, no how. To say I can do all things through him who strengthens me is not an arrogant boast during the trials of life. It is not a cocky or presumptuous attitude. But rather, it's rather to say I can do all things through him who strengthens me is a statement of assurance. A statement of assurance and confidence is a statement that one can only make when their sufficiency is tied to something, or could we say someone else? You see, assurance and confidence can never be in our own abilities, our own accomplishments, for we are mortal beings, as we all know. But that does not mean that we cannot have assurance and confidence and sufficiency in someone else. It is possible, it is possible to be anchored in something and someone bigger than ourselves uh, in the midst of all the ups and the ups and ups and downs and downs of life, all the waves that crash down upon us. Think about it this way for a moment. When you find yourself being brought low in life, you are still united with Christ in baptism. When you find yourself abounding with plenty, you are still united with Christ in baptism. And so regardless of whether you are high or whether you are low, whether things are up or things are down, whether things go extremely well or extremely bad, you have the one who strengthens you. You have Christ so that you can be content whether things in life are good or bad. Whatever life brings at you. To be baptized into Christ is to look at all that life says and say, I can do all things through that one who continually gives me strength, Christ. Perhaps a very appropriate way to consider what the Apostle Paul says to us is to consider the image of a young girl placing her hand within the hand of a loving and strong father. When little girls walk on a dark path with scary noises in the trees, they can place their tender small hand in their father's calloused hand and have confidence. A father who is caring, a father who is strong, a father who is protective will tightly hold his daughter's hand and she will have assurance. She will have assurance, indeed, that she can do all things. Why would a little girl think otherwise? Especially when her daddy is there to protect her and even give his life for her safety. And so this illustration makes a great deal of sense when considering Myrtle, when considering the Apostle Paul, what he says. When things were going well for Myrtle, her last few years, she would say, I love you. And when things were difficult, she would say, I love you. Regardless of the circumstances of life, those words were the same, because regardless of the circumstances of life, she was loved by another, Christ Jesus. Why would anything be different for Myrtle? Why should they change depending on the circumstances of life when her hand was tucked into that powerful and tender nailed mark hand of Christ? You see, Christ is the strength of Myrtle and you in good times and in bad times. Now, even though we indeed grieve the loss of Myrtle today, there's a remarkable comfort for you as a family, and for all of us here today, 
a remarkable confidence and assurance that we have right now. You see, we certainly should shed tears for the loss of Myrtle. Our tears are important. They confess our love. They are holy tears, the love of a loss of a loved one. They're tears that show our compassion. Our tears are also an acknowledgement of the pain of death because death indeed itself does sting. Death is not the way things ought to be. We were not created for death itself. And yet, in the midst of our tears, we have an abiding confidence, this secret, if you will, that whether things are good or bad in life, that we belong to another. We belong to Christ, just like Myrtle. Just like Myrtle. And belonging to Jesus is not only something that means that we have abiding confidence in the ups and downs, but we also have assurance and comfort and confidence that when death does its worst, we still have Christ and Christ has us. We have assurance and comfort and confidence right here and right now that even though our beloved sister Myrtle has died, well, that nailed, marked hand of Jesus will never let go of Myrtle. Remember what Jesus said about Myrtle? Yes, remember what Christ said about Myrtle? Jesus says in the Holy Scriptures of his beloved baptized saints that he gives eternal life. That through baptism, she is plucked from darkness unto light. Jesus said that she will never perish. Jesus says that she cannot be snatched out of his hand. And so we have assurance this day and this moment. But dear friends, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall not be afraid for Jesus, our good shepherd, walks at our side. His steadfast love never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. In Christ, we will never die because of that great resurrection, and the Lord Jesus holds us in death and promises us a sure and certain resurrection of our bodies on that last day. This includes definitely Myrtle and you as well. Now, soon after the funeral service today, we will travel to the graveside of Myrtle, to a holy grave, to place Myrtle in a holy, sanctified grave, to await the resurrection of the body. And as we travel there together as family and friends, we do so knowing that the one who strengthened Myrtle all the days of her life will give us strength, definitely give us strength to meet the days ahead. Yes, we can travel to the grave today knowing that the one who holds Myrtle, knowing the one who holds Myrtle will hold us. And he holds us right now. He will hold us until that great last day when we will all be resurrected to glory in Christ to see each other face to face and to bask in the glory of Christ Jesus, that Jesus has made all things new. And so take comfort right now in this moment. Christ strengthens you. Christ is your sufficiency. Christ is your anchor in this life and into eternity. And so whether it's up or down, left or right, we have Christ. He's our strength. He's our salvation. And he's our hope right now. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon 
from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.